Hey guys, welcome to the last three digits where we're talking about money and everything in between. Because they would have come to your 400 pound birthday dinner. I don't ask for much. What do you mean, bro? <laughs> like, it's just one day a year. Yeah, fair enough. Friday's a school. Oh, when people are Saturday's Hackersam. And Sunday we go to Miami. Because girls are usually gassed by the, the, the middle amounts. And this is probably why girls don't go for a higher salary. In <laughs> Mics, we all good? Oh yeah, Dingo, your mic. Yeah. BJ, your mic. Mike. Welcome to the last three digits. Uh, we are. We have a special guest today. Don't know what I was going to say there. Clearly, I've been Netflixing too long today. <laughs> we have a special guest, BJ. How do I say your surname? BJ Malenga. Is that yeah. right? Malenga is Congolese. Yeah. Who's it? Where, where are you from? Congo, DRC. Say so. You know your surname's common in Zambia. Yeah, like I get it all the time. I got like an email from the Zambian like minister once saying, "Oh, hey, can we do some like profile stuff for people who live in the UK?" And I was like, "I am not Zambian." Oh, the lights. Yeah, I'm but like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Zambian minister, you might got. You got it's like measurements from like, yeah, it's like a myth of Zambia. Like it's one of the most common surnames in Zambia. So when I read it, I thought, I'm sure if I did a blood test, like it might, I might have some Zambian blood, maybe. Yeah, maybe because a lot of a lot of Southern Africans came from up north. Like my family came from, as far as we know, more Central Africa. Also, which is where you are now. So yeah, and also like if you really think about it. Before, like going back hundreds of years, mm. like it's actually a kingdom, so you have yeah. provinces. So it's a possibility that we're all united, really and truly. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. For the white man king. What a, com- a common Ghanaian one is, um, I'd say Uwusu. I hear that a lot. Yeah, um, hello Uwusu's and Watang. Yeah. Wateng. Oh, I do really like that one though. It like feels, it feels rich. It feels rich. Um, Nigerian. Um, it's more first names that are more common. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really just recycle like, Dami like and Demis. I know so many Dami's and Demis. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I can't really think of many. I know so many Ayos. Yeah, and Yemis. Ayo, Ayo has something to do with being the firstborn. I notice as well. Mm. They do that a lot because of it. Maybe because I mean, joyness is the other firstborn joyous thing. But the so third you, they're like, oh, here we go, here we <laughs> go again. Me being the what? What? What number am I? I think six or seven. It varies. <laughs> um, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? Because I'm actually, I know you and I've known you for a while, but it's one of them things where it's like, how did you end up doing what you do? So what would you say you do now? Someone said, what is your career? Yeah, I think everyone's, well, not everyone, but a lot of people's careers are changing based on the year we're in, um, which <laughs> I think is good long-term because a lot of businesses didn't really have a sustainability to survive mm. and we we're kind of just living um but yeah today i'll kind of say i do three things i'm an entrepreneur serial entrepreneur i always have businesses um i'm a creative producer i put projects together and the third thing i'm developing now is i'm doing a lot more coaching so like doing a lot of giving back with like smaller businesses that are trying to grow brilliant so i mix my time between the three and kind of how i ended up doing all of this stuff was um like before Instagram, obviously blogs was a big thing. And everyone's kind of, if you're black from London and you're from where we're from, like everyone's got like a naughty or class clown moment you go through. <laughs> and for me, it landed me in the unit or learning support unit for too long when I was 12. Yeah. And I was like, this is not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it. And um, 
I started watching this blog called My Come Up at the time. Yeah. And it's like going on Instagram every day. But instead of just seeing loads of like random stuff, every day I'll see him business content. So behind the scenes of PDD running Bad Boy Records, seeing Russell, Russell Simmons in his Maybach when he was like a teenager, late teenager. With he was a teenager and he late, late Maybach. Late, late, in the... 80s mm. when they started Def Jam, mm. it was late teens going into early twenties. Okay, but you're mm. you're seeing people who look like you mm. doing crazy stuff. And at the time, 2008, 2009, when I was 12, 13, this was like seemed far away. But to see not these people that you see on TV and how they've made it, but like to see the behind the scenes of how they did it, mm. I kind of found like content that kind of, in hindsight, I look back and I'm like, I was kind of giving myself content that kind of allowed me to think anything I think of I can go do. So I tried behind a loads of things and like I always say to people, for all the success I've had, there's been so many failures you've never seen. Um, like what? I spent like six months working on a t-shirt line that never came out. I tried to register a charity once when I was 12 years old. I've just loads of little random stuff. Um, at 12, you know, at 12. I yeah, I thought, I thought you need to correct yourself. What were you saying? Oh, I'm <laughs> no. at 21. No, that's when it all started, isn't it? So bro, 12, right 12, I was trying to pattern a young <laughs> your Burger King. Yeah, bro. no, no, for me, it was like, I was just like. <laughs> Nico gave the side eye, like, what is that young gonna be? <laughs> not, like, like, when, when, you live, when you live in council states, we don't have, like, I'm, I'm watching these shows. Where did every you day, grow up? Just down the road in Brick Lane. Okay. So, like, an Asian estate. Um, and for me, we don't have. The ability to do stuff that I was seeing on the internet. Mm. So I was like, oh, sick, this kid. I'm hearing teenagers who are doing madnesses and they started with a lemonade stand or they started doing car washes. There's no cars to wash in our ends. Mm. <laughs> like, everyone's going to think you're, rushing, mm. you're robbing or something, you know? Mm. So I had to think on my feet to do different things. Yeah. So I think that's how I ended up doing those things because where my area was and how we were brought up, I couldn't just build a lemonade stand. Like, it just wasn't happening. <laughs> You know, I might rob you for your lemons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we don't have that. Like, come back, we have that age. I rob you for aid as well, bro. Or driveway or like mm. areas. Yeah, we to do don't it. have the white picket fence thing. And I think that's a city thing because I don't think you could do it in New York either. Mm. Like, I think it's just that maybe if you lived on the outskirts, like Essex, like, yeah, you can do it because it's a community area. Exactly. But obviously, here it's do paper hard rounds. So I was, I was, Wait, I was reading all these paper things. Paper rounds were available. Not I, for me. Not in my, like, I didn't... did one paper round. I said, yeah, I ain't good at getting that. I got fired from my paper round. Oh, oh, how can you get fired from paper rounds? How? What, what were you doing? Were you dumping them somewhere? My sister did that. Hang tight. What were you, you doing? <laughs> He's got a smile. So you had a, um, <laughs> you had a, you had a tuck shop when, yeah. when you was like 12? What were no, you doing on your paper round, bro? That's not 14. Oh, was it 14? 2012, No, no, no. That started 2009. Oh, the tuck shop. Yeah, tuck shop. You, you ended up registering it? Yeah, registering in 2011, yeah. Okay. When you're speaking about your failures, um, recently, I think you you mentioned one of your failures, quote-unquote a failure, yeah. that sort of turned into a success was you lost 250 grand in confirmed sales. And then you ended up, I guess the blessing in that is you and your team got closer. Yeah. And you ended up building a charity from that. So how's that going? That was like a whole story as well. This is that's, that's 2020. Yeah. So yeah, that's like what 11, 12 years later, we um we actually lost a bit more. So we lost 357k mm. in the space of a week. But obviously, contracts are just being cancelled left, right, centre. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, look, there's loads of businesses who've lost different type of work. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. the good thing about where I was this year was this is not my first year in business. 
Um, and on mm. top of that, this is not my first business. This is mm. like my seventh business at the time. So, so um, if it was your first, it could have broken you. Yeah, it could have broken you. Like, I've had heartbreaks mm. in business, which I'm happy to talk about. But mm. like at the time, <laughs> I'd, I'd basically had raised around two years ago for this new training business I wanted to develop. And I realized very quickly that actually there's an opportunity here to actually have cash reserves. So last year we had a good year, six-figure year, just under a quarter of a mil. So it meant that when we lost the kind of work, like the money from last year wasn't affected in mm. terms of reserves we had. So I knew that we needed to get rid of the office, bring down costs. But like you you build your plans, right? You come in and I was, my vibe was like, no, this year I want to do a million in the whole year. Yeah. Not just like... Mm. Was that before COVID happened? Yeah, before COVID. Yeah, so yeah a lot of pace. people were looking to have a... We're going at, you know? A lot of people, one of my friends um, was looking to have a seven-figure year and yeah. this year was just... Yeah, so you have to just like evolve. So my, my thing was like, we ended up doing house party as everyone was doing. Mm. And then uh, me and Bolo and a few other people were jumping up and like co-working at one o'clock at lunchtime just yeah. with no audio. And that kind of stuff just gave me kind of like... Con- like that, continuation, like some normality. Can't believe that was this year. It was this year. I can't as believe well. house party was this year. Like never, oh, yeah, never house party. Ne- never in my life have I wanted to put a year slept. behind me. Oh, no, I can't. This I year had more. Huh? I couldn't. I couldn't do. Didn't they? Didn't they hack your monster or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was something. Yeah. Hmm? I was getting emails. Yeah. yeah it was Facebook something. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, people get hats because of a young house party. Yeah, crazy, man. But um, yeah, once once had a man them buying um, what's that pink mascara? I saw my boys buying pink mascara. I was like, right, oh, for house party. Yeah, oh, yeah, them man. Yeah, yeah we no, did it was that. Party, one. It, was, it? Just, it was it was it was hard. Lit. I got me and Martha got dressed. Oh yeah, I remember you <laughs> lot FaceTimed me and you were like, oh my gosh, <laughs> why are you not dressed in your house, fam? We needed it. I wouldn't have done that, but I was buying bottles though. It's all the same. Well, what type of bottles? That, but you know, that was, that was, I was, was going to say, that was, was like, do, do, do. No, that, was the, that was the real lockdown. Like, yeah. no offense to this, but I was driving the A406 the other day and this lockdown was telling me the, bro, I was in traffic. I didn't understand it. I was like, people are still going to their brethren's yards and they're snapping it. The first yeah. lockdown, people had not seen their friends for months. People haven't seen their partners for months. Fam, I was moving iffy, bro. Fam, I was staying in my mom's yard and I didn't see her for three weeks. Cause I was like, I remember I was paranoid. I was like, I don't wanna, don't wanna give her anything. Do you know what I'm saying? I want her to be safe. Like this lockdown is full. Man, want to see people for months, bro. Months. Now I'm just on IG. Yeah. Boy, people oh, it's, 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 it's not even the green circle. You see, yeah. last lockdown it was a green circle. Yeah, yeah, word, it word, word. It's on, it's on the main page. Yeah, it's got the date on it on the on the seventh of November. Man, I say on Friday. Don't know what I say. What that they've been out with their friends. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. Even my friends are like, "What are you doing for your birthday?" I'm like, "Brother, it's a lockdown." They're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm playing ball on my birthday, bruv. Lockdown, no lockdown. Please can join if they want. <laughs> <laughs> so the man versus five. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. Bear, bear mad tackles right <laughs> to, to Harlan's dad in them. <laughs> but um, yeah, born back to your career. What would you? So let me answer that, that first question. Though, yeah, that go for it. So yeah, when we had that loss, I was kind of like, right. The the main business I was doing in the last kind of two years was going around delivering workshops in universities and workplaces working with Facebook, Apple, UK government, did various different projects. Um, but everything I was doing was face-to-face delivery. Mm. And I literally had to kind of take two steps back and be like, you know what? I've got loads of other skills. I've done influencer marketing. I've done music. There's things that the world is going to need, but I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to just start doing lives and charging people to join join like a professional Zoom. Because was, the quality wasn't the same. You can't just charge the same fee. Mm. So I said, let me go do something that just gives back to the community. So me and a few friends were like, the biggest thing, like, thank God that 
Rashford's come and done what he's done. But at the time, there were so many food banks that were just at their limit because mm. people were losing jobs straight away. This impact wasn't a, we can't wait to get paid from government in June or May. People were going hungry. Yeah. So I was like, let me just look at Tyre Hamlet's and Hackney. That's the boroughs I know. So we linked up and we literally fed 20,000 individuals in a space for three months. Yeah. And we were just finding food, raising donations from people, going and making grocery boxes, sending it to right. families, giving it to food banks who could like go and give more. Um, and first you got 10 grand in donations? No, we got over 60K of wow. donations. Wow. Yeah, over 60K donations. <laughs> Whilst we did that, we also put together a um, food, wellness, a music festival, which Sick. we did in July. Featured online in, or? It was online. Um, but whilst you're watching this experience where there's 60 live streams happening, we partnered with Stylist um, Magazine and More Yoga and loads of different independent people. Um, you can order food and it comes to your house mm-hmm. anywhere in M25. We partnered like 60 restaurants and it featured in Sky News, Telegraph. Um, and whilst doing that, I was like, okay, cool, I'm back. Like, because sometimes mm-hmm. you pick a hit and you have to be like, what are you going to do? Makes you question. Yeah. It. And now that I know that we can deliver virtual and do stuff at a great level mm-hmm. and have a great experience and also do the stuff at home because my thing is always about making special moments. The rest of the summer for me has just been about working with people and putting together content. Nico, <laughs> did you hear that? That just like locked off. Oh, shit. I doubt it's going to last the pod. Okay, don't worry. At least we got started. At least we got started, but yeah. But yeah, that's so, so, so that gave you a little bit of a boost to come back. Boost come back. We needed that summer, and I don't, I don't know the, the as as they were trying to change the lockdown restrictions yeah. and stuff like that. No, we needed to. I think right now, more than anything this year, we needed to be there for on a human level. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It's a blessing that you were able to do that for so many people. For what for you? Yeah, because people were nah. When you think about it, people were just losing their jobs like straight away. It's I remember normal. being in one call. It's not, it's not normal. normal. I remember being in one call with the whole um, all of the stuff on Zoom. Yeah, and someone said, "Yeah, I've been on probation since March." And the one guy like does some nervous laughter, like <laughs> we're gonna talk about that later. Wow. And I was thinking, this is crazy because if you've been on probation, it means that they can fire we, you within a week. week. Yeah. 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 I call it every week. I was going to work. I was thinking, boy, because I'm a contractor. Yeah. So they're going to pay me this week. <laughs> yeah. They're going to pay me this week. I'm actually lost. I think when they paid me eventually, I didn't see it coming because yeah. I said, raw, I made it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Like, I made it. Yeah, there, was a, there was a girl who found out on Twitter that she lost <gasps> her job. I mean, no. It was like an article. I can't remember who it was. I can't remember what company it was. It was like, I think it was a retail company. And like an article dropped. Yeah, I can't oh, remember that. You know what? There's so many. Retail and then she quoted it. She was like, she found out I lost my job through Twitter. I was like, yeah, sure, you just come in there, you know what I mean? A young that meme. Kinda happened to, <laughs> that happened to um, my cousin as well, because... What, Twitter? No, I can't think I'm telling this story. Basically, I have a discount code, and this was like, yo, B. Oh, yeah. It's not working The anymore. discount code was slapping, 40% cuz. It was, it was slapping. Mm. We, listen, we've lived a good life. It was good, slapping. Two, a two-year run. And then... Yeah, it was a good two year. And then I was like, oh, it's not working. And then I messaged my cousin and she was just like, nah, there's no more discount codes. And I was like, you still got your job? She was just like, yeah. A couple of days later, she didn't. Mm, so they got rid of that first. I don't yeah, like They could have let them know. Got one more order, bro. <laughs> That's a mad way to find was, out. Was just, I know, it was just before we went Mikados as well. Fam? Like, That's yeah. a mad way to find out you've lost your job. You know? like your discount codes I don't think I've ever been fired. Never been fired, man. Apart from yeah. your paper room. 
Now the paper <laughs> The paper round was like was a planned firing Do you get it? Like I knew In getting the job What was going to happen Was going to get was going to get you fired. Yeah, mm. but flipping, yeah, man, back to yourself. <laughs> I got it, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but, but yeah, go on, sorry. But yeah, also, also this summer, like away from the food stuff, like obviously loads of bit businesses around me, like even though some people might still be tweeting or posting stuff online, there's a lot of businesses are just not going to come back after this pandemic. Like, yeah, sadly. They just don't, they're not going to exist. It's just, that's just what it is. It's done. So, what do you think of bricks and mortar businesses? <sighs> Man, but you know what? Some of them have pivoted. Like the like, it depends on what lens you have. Because during this lockdown, I've become so much closer with these random people that I've met online who are just doing dope stuff. There's a there's a talk I went to a year ago. I met this guy. I was with Maz, a friend of mine, mm. and um, this guy was just talking. And he's creative hopping, and they just raised 125 mil. And he went from one Sick. employee to 215 employee in a year. I remember Sick. a year ago, he was looking for another co-founder. There was only two of them. That's just like and a big example. But if you want to bring it to culture, because yeah, he's not black. Yeah. Like, there's a girl in New York, she's 20. Mm. In the last 10 months, she's made a million pounds just selling hair oil. There's another girl here in ENDS who's literally, every time she drops her, her own product, she sells 400 products and it makes like 10 to 11K for her. So you can find stories of resilience and people pivoting. Mm. Um, so that's what I'm on. I'm on, like, sharing the light. So before, I used to, like, share funding or opportunities with people or put people forward. But now I'm like, if someone contacts me for something, and Bola can attest to this straight away, mm. and goes, RB, do you want me to speak? Or can you come coach? I'm like, can I bring three more people in? And can yeah. you pay them the rate you're paying me? Like, yeah, I just call yeah, my yeah. people, do people say yes or no? But I just know right now, I don't care if you're up right now, we don't know where three months are going to be. Yeah. So it's like, let's just keep circulating the money mm. between us. Yeah, and also sucks. sharing the knowledge on how to pattern up. So that's the vibe I'm really on, which is like, I wasn't really doing enough of before lockdown. And that's like something I'm going to keep up, keep on doing. Yeah, it's key. It's key where possible. I Yeah, I try that where possible to like bring people in and stuff because, boy, all we have right now is each other. We don't know what this government's doing. Hang tight, Marcus Rashford, for getting that 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 Burberry outfit and call from Boris Johnson. <laughs> people out here clowning that Burberry outfit. Who is it? He said... Uh, yeah, baby prof- daddy said. Yeah, Professor Kumi. He said, looking like the baby father <laughs> of the United Kingdom. I can't lie. Rashford, <laughs> Rashford's outfits on photo shoots are horrendous, you know? No, I like the, Remember the Vogue one? I, I like the Burberry thing. No, no, no. Do you actually, remember the Vogue one? The jacket is nice. Though. Do you remember the Vogue <laughs> okay. one? I can't remember the Vogue one. Oh, okay. The Burby one slaps. I'm not hearing that for nobody. No. I feel like a big boss. I think it was too, yeah. Peaky blinders. That's how I'm feeling. Peaky blinders will make your fashion look cockney, bro. It's cold, B. I'm on the streets feeding the youth. I'm on the streets feeding the youth. I need two jackets. I'm doing two jobs. Matt United and feeding the youth. Remember when he slapped RB Lysberg and sort of like the... Oh, burn that camera, bro! <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I think it was like I think it was like the next the next no, it was day. Paris. He did Paris. Yeah, he did. The next day. No, yeah, he, he did. P- no, but PSG, RB Leipzig, and all the stuff was in between. Yeah, he was I was like, all of them. I was like, the kids are eating hacker tonight, fam. Are you <laughs> oh mad? My, my brother Rashford. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, go. But yeah, no, for real, is um, it's interesting stuff about businesses pivoting because so many businesses in the mud. Like last month, check was literally a month ago. There was at least 500,000 files for redundancy. So that's half a million that's jobs. Crazy. Guaranteed. Let alone the people who just let their staff go that just like not really on the books or haven't gone mm. through those proper um, proper measures. So many businesses are going to be in a mud bag. Think about it. so many people, who, for example, like people who've booked holidays. And there's, oh, there's so many different travel agents and people who've booked their holidays with reputable ones that have been around for years. But once, obviously, COVID hit, every man trying to get their pee, 
he's gone because the company's gone. You, do, you, do you know like that? So, like the travel industry is in the mud. Like even big, a massive airline like BA and all these big airlines, in the mud. they're in the mud. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. There's another stat that came out. Um, office, but the office of statistics. I was really, really sure read it last week. But like of the people that have been made unemployed, a quarter of them are 16 to 24 years old. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, way. yeah. Like, so that's all the people that just graduated this summer, basically. It's like we're walking into the desert right now. So when you think about like 624 cents to do like the more entry level jobs, so the more retails, retails, like more bro, shops ain't open. What can yeah, cafes and not. Do you know it's little things like clubs, act, clubs, when your mm, life when your, when your life sort of goes on, and it's gonna sound so inconsiderate, but when your life sort of just continues, sometimes you don't consider the the bigger impact of things. Like just little things were, were making me remember things. Like I'm like, my boy works in a calf. Like yeah. there's no like it's not an argument. Like it's not like you know some people can, might say, oh, this is down to you, or maybe if you have this discussion with this, but there's nothing you can do. Mm. And it's not even like, oh, you're at this level, calf. No, it's just a calf in general. You're gone. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And you might be gone for the lockdown period, or you might be gone for good. Quite a lot of people, um, a lot of jobs were using lockdown. I wouldn't say using lockdown as a reason, because I guess, do you know what I'm saying, their, their, um, their income themselves was, was dropping, so they, they felt they couldn't support more staff or whatever. Mm. But quite a lot of people... Lockdown meant the end of their job completely. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And then trying to find a new job in an economy that's... And the worst thing is, like, trying to find a new job as somebody who's looking for a job. Man, the people have jobs. They're eating Gucci now. (laughs) Requirements up. Pay needy. (laughs) And now you've got... And the worst thing is that when you have more people in the market, is that especially in a recession, Mm. like, let's let's say you are a mother... You have two kids before you're earning 50 racks a year, mm. but you've got a mortgage and you've got kids to feed. Mm. Brother, like, of course you want to get 50, you want to go up, but you still have bills to pay. Yeah. So maybe you might hold a 40. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you, you, and then another person, let's say another guy, he's, um, he's 28, he's single, but he's got bills to pay. He's going for that 40, but his career, let's say he's got 20 years less experience than the woman I'm talking about. Mm. With less qualifications. You're competing now with heavy hitters who are now coming into your market to take potentially less just to survive. So it's just crazy. And the drugs market, especially in London, was really competitive. Yeah. Like I remember going, when I'm looking for like a new contract, I jump on a young Hayes, young Michael, young Page, Michael Page, whatever. <laughs> I'm seeing, if I type in finance, I'm seeing thousand jobs. I just go on Hayes, I'm seeing 900 jobs, all sectors, fam. Mm. And most of them are nursing jobs. It was no like 12 fi- one, there was one day there was 12 fire jobs in Hayes. I said, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a, I'm in the mud. <laughs> I'm in the mud, fam. So like the way they took like bear recruiting companies vanished. Yeah. Just vanished. You know what's hard right now though is um there's obviously opportunities for people to have multiple income streams, but it's also really hard. And it's kind of like um you have to be sensitive because everyone's going through different things. But mm, if yeah. we're not supporting and talking to each other about yo, know, how can we, if it is the mud, how can we level up and help each other? Yeah. That's also kind of a bit hard as well because you know some people are more introverted and not gonna talk. So you even know you might think a person's good. He just mentioned that he just remembered his boy, like what's the gaff? Like if we all think really hard, we probably have five or ten people who we haven't even spoken to who normally throughout a year you might run into, but it's like they may be going through a hard time right now. Yeah, and I perhaps. think like I think right now the thing I'm hating a lot about social media, um, but after. Mute and unfollow those people is that you can't talk about 
not not prosperity, but you can't talk about opportunity sometimes. Like when we had this was this was that this year where that girl had a hundred k, hundred thirty k salary, and people tried to bring her down. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, so people don't want to see sometimes people doing she well. She was on our pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you guys were quick with it. I remember the time I was like, "Yo, you guys are moving like Drake, like real quick." <laughs> oh, I love that. Should, it, it's true though because on. like I find it nuts that like okay, I know it's hard times, but whether let's say I achieve something. I've already achieved it, so it's not going to change. If I celebrate or not, we're still in a panoramic. Word to Ghana, yeah. we're still in a panoramic. A so wherever I come pandemic. and tweet my achievement, we are in a pandemic still. Yeah. People are like read the room. I can't read. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell about. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's important for us to be, still see those type of things to let people know. There's do you know hope. what? There's hope. They, they can still do it. And also, what you said is even made me made even me more conscious. Because some people might not outright come and say it, especially with, especially with guys. It's a lot of pride in that. And even with, with girls as well, you may not sh- want to show people your love, especially on social media. But if you see a certain level of opportunity or whatnot, or certain things that you may have done that might have worked for you, I think in sharing that is such a big thing because you don't know. If that can help one person, that could potentially be one household pattern. Yeah, Do you get? Absolutely. Do you get? Absolutely. And then there's a certain knock-on effect. And I think what Bola said, um, I think earlier in the pod that, Right now, we only have ourselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, even when I was for a job, I remember my boy Ed, he's not making calls in his company. And then, there was actually a role for me, on top, but I managed to get the next one. But he was able to pattern something for me. Even yeah. he was like, yo, if you need anything, like, I was just fortunate enough that I had certain people in my life that wanted to do that. So, I think, if you are feel good, I think the least you can do is at least a try to attempt, if you can, to help other people because... Yeah, and obviously, you, know, you can't save everyone, but if you can... I'm saying it's a pandemic. <laughs> if you can help someone, then no, it's especially a pandemic. It might be a young seat we're looking for a job. You know what I mean, <laughs> okay, great, just, great way to go to make it. Yeah, no, but these things are, are currencies. Shout obviously, out to Galden, yeah, these oh, things are currencies. Obviously, not with the expectation of return. That's that's a whole different ball game. Well, I don't know how some people do their friendships. You know what I'm saying, but yeah, my comment is that. Yeah, around there, we just. I feel like pyramid schemes are about to go up though. A couple yeah, people been trying to. Hey, I'm not lying. I'm gonna try and hit me I up on a scam thing, I can't lie. Yeah. Pyramid schemes, to... pyramid schemes remind me of girl friendships. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That's a Fendi facts. I'm not even gonna lie what? to you. Still, and when I heard about when I first heard about friendship breakups. They used to cut that out. They used to cut that out, man. Case, That's because you're man. treating your brethren like they're, like they're your man. Fam, fam, I'm hearing about, yeah, man, why doesn't she call me? What, what, if we used to talk every night for one hour. Why? Huh? Why? 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 If my boy calls me and the call is longer than three minutes and he's just checking how I am, the call might hang up by accident, you know? <laughs> I don't, I can't understand that. Like, we're going to brunch. Every week, brunch. We're going to brunch. I, nah. Like, I just, I, I, I just never really, I just stay ready. That's the... <laughs> Anyways, so gonna, so basically, get on Twitter. This, no, no, we can we come back to the topic because it's jokes. But yeah, boom. So I was at one of my jiggers' um, birthdays time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like this is like, I think just as a lockdown ended, so this is like Ju- uh, July-ish. Obviously, I knew two people, or three people there mm. already for a few years, but everybody else was like a stranger. Cool, good vibes, da, 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 da. boom. Anyway, so during that like, one of my posts, like, obviously I get see notifications. Somebody followed me. I don't really recognize this person, so I'm up from the back. Whatever, cool. But then I got a DM request, and then that's like, okay, maybe this person's messaging me, so I can follow them back. So I just click follow, just so you can stop. But open it, and then he was like, just saying like, "Hi, how are you?" Asked about my family. I'm like, "Big man, I don't know you." But he said, "Oh, I'm from X's birthday." So that's why, okay, cool. That's why I was receptive. Mm. And then go on his page, 
seeing, oh yeah, um, FCA regulated yeah. insurance. I was thinking, you thought you could jug me, <laughs> jug me, that all that bobo the fucking clown. <laughs> I was so offended, and he tried to use my brethren who knows nothing about it. As, as a as the gateway, as the gateway, I'm maybe, fuming. Maybe he was trying to help you in a pandemic, bro. No, he's trying to help himself he in a pandemic. Trying to put you Wait, in. so what was he trying to do? Get uh, uh, life, life insurance, life insurance, or something. Mm. Listen, that industry's beaming at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it is. Wait, if I'm gonna say life insurance, Aviva, all them reputable sources, not you, my G. Like, nah. yeah, a lot of them are popping up. That would make sense. So much. Yeah, that's but right, so but right now, I think the next thing is about. Let's talk about due diligence then, isn't it? So, like, how can you have this better discernment amongst your friends? Because sometimes that that's how they get you. It's not even, like, a stranger. More time, it's, like, friend or friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. But so, yeah, discernment is a big thing. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, and I think sometimes the interesting thing... Sorry, did you want to say something, do you No, no, go for it. No, do you want to say something? I'm not doing this to you. You're going to cut me off as soon as I say something, bro. We're not doing this. Uh, yeah, no, sometimes the interesting thing is um, that some of these people actually believe what they're selling. So, like, as you're saying, sometimes it's a friend. Sometimes the friend is actually genuine in their intention. Oh, yeah. Because they're being, they're being scammed too. <laughs> Not always. Some, some of them friends are just dickheads. Do you know what I'm saying? But sometimes their intent is... Because it's so interesting, right, when you see someone get um, drawn into a pyramid scheme, right? Because their thing they're living off is hope. So their thing is, like, they have, like, a few stories of people that, you know, are probably in on it. Whatever, not even realizing that those people are in on it. Like this person was in the same situation I've been, da da da, and he rose to the top, and now he's a multi-millionaire. Even though that guy's suit is, oh, I saw that. Mm. Even though his his suit is nasty, and that, do you know what I'm saying? Man's suit is just man's all suit shit. is nasty. A man saying he's the even my man's suit. My man's suit was looking nasty. haram. It's not even black, bro. It was metallic. Nah. I think I know who you're talking about. Huh? I wonder if I do if it's the same person. Yeah, no, God punish him. Judge <laughs> <laughs> me. God, no, no, God no. punish him. Yeah, because one of my friends recently, she was like, she was just like, oh, my cousin was telling me about this thing, um, and the way she was describing it, she was, I was just like, it sounds like a pyramid scheme. Mm, yeah, and then. And she was just like, mm, no. And I was just like, the issue with what you're saying is if it's like you have to bring one person in, you have to bring someone in and then at the top you get more money. I said, you have to understand that there are people at the bottom who are going to suffer as soon as that stops working. Mm-hmm. That's how a pyramid scheme works. And that it's about, like, did you see the whole loom thing online at one point? Oh, yeah. Like, that happened this year as well. My brother, my brother, my brother, was, trying, my brother was trying to say, oh, have you heard about loom? I said, Sam, don't test my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I said it to some girl and bless her, she's a teacher and she was probably like, anyone want to get in, anyone want to get in, loom, this and that, this and that. I just made 70 pounds. I was thinking, are you, are you, like, I was thinking, are you mad? Are you actually mad? Like, I just made this, I just made that. You right, mate? You all right there, Neeks? <laughs> yeah, 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 I was picking up that and then talking about that. Okay. Oh, oh, that camera's back on now. Yeah. We love it. But yeah, it's like, I think being in a panoramic, like people are more susceptible to fall for a pyramid scheme because, like, I'm looking for hope. Yeah, you're gonna be more kind of hope, and I and I and I don't blame the people because it's it's scary out here, and I think it just kind of reinforces reinforces how much like life is actually really survival of the fittest, just because yeah. we're fortunate enough to live in the UK where there's a certain level standard of living. And that's kind of what I mean. But really and truly, when the money when the money flow stops, it's back to survival. 
<laughs> Sorry, we just having some ghetto problems right now. <laughs> cool. Yeah, when the oh, money flow it. stops, mm-hmm. when the money flow stops, yeah, it's survival of the fittest. Yeah, it's literally survival of the fittest. So, so I'm trying to catch me a rich man and get out of here. Oh my god, it's rich girl nice. chronicles. Actually, must rich be girl nice. chronicles. We teach more than one thing. <laughs> it's, it's not just about the money. So it's about the man. That's, that's just what, whoever I married, that might as well be her vows. Anyways, I am screaming. <laughs> I am screaming. I respect it though. I respect it. That's true. We must teach our daughters this. <laughs> Don't work too hard. <laughs> Would anyone like a good. banana? No, thank you. Where do you get that oh, from? Yes, please. Where do I get it's a banana from? They're from Tesco. Yeah, but Tesco's not in the studio. Yeah, no, there's Tesco in Shoreditch. Do you want a banana? No, I'm good. What else do you have? I'll. Take that to start. You're calling me a monkey. She said to start garden. Do it. <laughs> here you go. Here's, here's a banana. Don't call Shoot. me. Do you want a banana? <laughs> no, thank you. The jungle, yeah, the mind. <laughs> the lion sleeps. So, um, what was we talking about? So, uh, so Super Network is that essentially what you do with the workshops? Yeah. So, over the last two years, we've been doing digital skills workshops and entrepreneurship workshops. Mm-hmm. Um. But the workshops kind of run in different formats. There's accelerators, there's programs, there's like takeovers with brands. Um, we've done events with Apple um, in their Regent Street store. We've- How was that? Like, I, I noticed there was a time I saw Black Girl Fest doing it. Nella Rose did one. I didn't see yours. I saw Guap do one. Um, 90s Baby Show did one. So I connected people before that happened. So. No way. <laughs> yeah. So Bola, 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 Bola essentially said, I saw everyone but you. Then you said, I am everyone. That's the Yeah, but you really, yeah, because no, you, be, I'm you, behind you, the scenes, in it? Yeah, you get me, you get me, you get me a lot of work and I, I appreciate it because, you know, I don't have a Taiwo and Kahinda yet, but they yeah. will be very grateful for Uncle BJ. <laughs> no, but it's like, so basically in 2018, I introduced Apple to Black Girl Fest, Guap. Their first time they were with Apple was via me. Paid them well. Worked with other people who were in other spaces. So my thing has always been um, we don't don't have to be diverse. We just are. So I'll have white suppliers, mixed race suppliers, Asian suppliers, (laughs) black suppliers. It's just how I've always rolled. Mm -hmm. Like, especially growing up in Shoreditch, you're just around all different races all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a pleasure to give people some of their biggest speaking gigs at the time. Mm. And then like, if people smash it, which most of my suppliers did, they get their own relationship and then they can do run, run their own thing. So yeah, with Apple, we, a, a contact who's there used to be at BBC, he moved there. We then did a partnership where we took over for a month and there was no other black organization that had done that at the time in London. We did that in November 2018. Mm. Every week we're there on Thursday. Like normally they get 30 to 40 people that come and sitting there kind of little learning bit. Mm. We were doing 100 every session. Um, then did a follow-up in the new year. And then they brought us in for some consultancy in like, mid, um, like mid-spring like um, mid to talk about what they wanted to do in Common Garden. Um, and they wanted to go bigger. And so everyone kind of got reached out by themselves, Nice Baby, Nella, by themselves. But the model was tested with us. Mm, and then we sick. recommended so many people. And then now we're going to come with a next flex. So mm. we'll just sign a new deal with them. Sick. And that's going to be announced in January. Love to hear it. And then I'm, I'm sure other people will do similar deals. Yeah, that's but going that's to just what's happening. That's going to be announced in January. Welcome to a last three digits exclusive. <laughs> 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 um, so in my research of you, I found that you worked at one of my favorite organizations of all time. The trap. Which is? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Did you say the trap? Oh no, it's not an organization. 
Yeah, yeah. It's a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. But um <laughs> let me not even make some any adlibs. But, but um yeah, somewhere too. Yeah, awesome organization. Oh, they're great. Amazing organization. They're, they're, not, they're not around anymore, are they? No, so they, they oh, were... I they just were, remembered them. Yeah, they so were an amazing organization. I, I, I definitely got hundreds of thousands of views because of that it's one gonna company. It's going to be a very interesting story for you. It's going to... For you in particular, but it's going to bring a lot of dots together. Mm. So you know there's been like this woman who's been having a lot of controversy for selling money prosperity online recently to mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. made a million in lockdown and lost it. Mariam... No, no, no. Mm. This is a white woman called Sarah Kazombi. She runs Noble Business School. Yes, Sarah yes. Oh, of course. And we were talking about it in one of our group chats. Hello, Central African. Um, yeah, she's married, married to a black man. Oh. And she's she's a white woman married to a black man. Yeah. And yeah, so she smashed it. She's, she's been smashing it. Um, but yeah, last year, last year they did sub 200K, which she, she talks about her numbers online, which I kind of find refreshing. If you're in America, people do that. But here it's like taboo. But yeah, so... But then this year, she's like actually... Not gonna let lockdown hold her back. She just took her business to another level. But um, there's a company that basically won a contract from the Arts Council called Livy, based in Brixton. Yep. The contract was um, part of the kind of Olympic legacy project, which was doing stuff in communities. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's been loads of different projects. Um, so Summer Two has always existed to kind of be there two years prior to Olympics and up to two years after Olympics. Mm-hmm. That was the funding. Money million pound deal. And um, yeah, with somewhere to, they brought me in when I was 16 years old to help them with an entrepreneurship program they wanted to do. So there was a show on BBC called Be Your Own Boss, which had Tim Campbell from The Apprentice, Deary John, who was, who's the CEO or director of Creative Nerds, the agency. Oh, yeah. And uh, Richard Reed from Innocent Drinks. Mm. Um, so me and Sarah, Sarah was my line manager. She was worked there full time. I went in there to work with her one or two times a week. Um, and we put together a business program which happened on top floor of like a really nice building in Stratford, one of the new builds um, by Manhattan Loft. I think it's called One Place or Stratford One Place. And um, yeah, I was for the whole kind of summer of like 2011, I think, or 2012, um, we basically worked on this project that would have 50 businesses pitch their idea to stream a business coaches. And then at the end of it, people got like office spaces and ability to run their, their spaces and yep. do stuff in different places mm. which was quite dope so that's the relationship with somewhere too um, but as I said they're, they're owned by Libby as an asset yeah. and uh, the two founders of Libby I met them when I was 14, 15 and I've kind of like always what, been called 14, them. 15 I mean I was just trying to live trying to ensure that you know hopefully Some, a guy I just liked asked me. questions didn't it at the time, Crazy. Yeah, no, that's perfect. That's literally yeah. how you. That's literally how you network and you get. That's into... how you network and move. I feel so, like I'm becoming way more introverted uni? now. For three weeks and I left. Okay. What did you um, study? Business management at Westminster, and we're like the second year that where the, the cost went to nine thousand pounds. And mm. from like second year is full time. I was always looking at degrees because like I want to be an investment banker, and then obviously I found another business, but also creativity. I was kind of straddling the two worlds mm. for a while. And I was doing stuff. But by the time university came, I'd already done six figures, mm. already worked with 100 schools, done campaigns with Liberty and done like stuff with Bauer Media and Kiss FM. Mm. And that summer when I left college, I made enough money to rent a space from a friend of mine who had a bigger office in Brick Lane, a place called My Bank. And also started working with interns and contractors. I had three people working with me and we had like four desks. Mm. And go into a place and like, I'm paying £9,000 a year 
I've looked at the syllabus, the syllabus I've looked at for four years in a row, and I know the syllabus hasn't changed, <laughs> and I'm going to be liable for £27,000 and some. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Mm. Obviously, you know, culture, mum and dad like, what are you going to do, be an A-level boss? And that was the name she called me all the time for a while, you hear me? I was Your just like, <laughs> she's on it. My mum's a, a teacher, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, so A-level, A-level boss. boss. So she was just on me, and um, she was on me, and then I was just like, I didn't tell him at the time. And then, yeah, my dad chatted before Christmas. I was like, I have not been for a time. I'm not going back. Um, so, yeah, I've got nothing against universities, but it's interesting. Most of my money has come from getting corporates to pay me to do stuff in universities. Yeah. Mm. Like, Slip. last year, I was in 81 different universities. It's like, it's not a mistake, you know? Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. That's sick. For anyone that doesn't know, Somewhere too is a... Um... They don't exist no more. Yeah, they were. They they were a company that essentially they were under was it Liberty or Liberty 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 yeah. um, and essentially they would give out spaces um, and literally once you I think you had to go through the website it was like yellow and stuff mm-hmm. and then yeah. once you got cool with them it could literally be a thing where you could be like anywhere literally like I would it would be a Thursday I'm chilling with my friends I'd be like oh you want to shoot a video they'd be like yeah where I'd call up the guy at, at um, somewhere too and he'd be like. Where are you? I'd be like, I'm Central London. Oh, yeah, there's we got one spot here. Da, 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 come through. And it's proper built. I'm not talking like beat down. Where I, what they used to do is I think the concept was they'd get buildings where there's rooms or the, or the whole building is not being used particularly. So it's usually office spaces, etc. But these are like done up nice. I think once we even had like an art gallery, like these are like nice spaces that if if you're into filmmaking or anything, these are the spaces you spend thousands of pounds to get. Mm. And you're literally walking in, mm. just like, um, yeah, you can have it from two p.m. till eight. Okay, for free. Yeah, you know what? It's no, one of the, nothing. No, it's, it's one of those things where they're kind of like early pioneers. Just like every space always has pioneers. Like I love right now in the space we're in, where there's these kind of entrepreneur circles. You know, you have your founder vine, BYPs, ten X, whatever you're involved in. Um, but like back then, there weren't really these circles. Mm. Like yet, like we didn't exist. Like we didn't talk to each other. So obviously, everyone's now had a pop up shop, or people have, and they've done stuff. But then that was like very early, the pop up shop space. Mm. And by 2014, there was a new player in the market called Appear Here, who like just really raised a lot of money and just started smashing it and growing. But at the time, somewhere too were kind of a competitor of theirs, and like another company who've now kind of like yeah become defunct. But um. Yeah, that was a very interesting time. And because of that experience somewhere too, and being around people like that, it meant that in 2015, for example, I had an idea to, to kind of build my own selfridges. So I took mm-hmm. over a warehouse, 50,000 square foot of space. Build your own selfridges. You say that like, like it's, a, it's, a, it's a light deal. It's, it's, that's what I was trying to say. The content that you watch kind of impact how big you dream. Fair. So I was like... What were you watching? As I mentioned, so I was watching stories, line, stories, stories of P. Diddy yeah, like yeah, running yeah, yeah. his label and he's the same age as Biggie and they're only 25, 24. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's possible. No, no, knowing, knowing that um, people like um, Simon Cowell and Peter Jones from Dragon's Den had made money in the 80s, had bought Porsches, Ferraris, lost it all, went back to mum's house and have reinvented themselves 10, mm. 15 years later and made it again even more. I like more. that story. So for, for me, for, so for me, it was kind of like, risk it, let's do it. You know, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. go. Um, so yeah, like I'd done the tuck shop stuff yeah. to the best I could. I was like, went to loads of schools, 
I was like, I don't, when you're 18 as well, you don't want to be hanging around with 13 year olds. You want to be doing big people stuff. Mm. So I was just like, I want to have shops, mm. but I don't have the money to buy my own shop permanently. So 2015, I opened seven different pop-up shops with River Island and we'd had it in, we had a shop in Brick Lane, Camden, two in Hackney, just different places were just popping up and giving young students and people just graduated their ability to have a shop. And I was like, actually, there's more than this. Like, I even had Box Box Shop like five years ago. I was like, actually, what I want to do, I want to take over a warehouse and have 500 people like just run the whole warehouse and have a music stage, have places people can buy food, places people can buy clothes, gaming area, and be streaming it all live. So like MTV came down and filmed it. It's all mm. on YouTube. You just mm. type supermarket and then you'll see MTV and there's a clip up on there. And like Lady mm. Lachia performed like the same year that she just dropped that Queen's Speech stuff. Mm. So yeah, we thank God. These are just like moments. But for me, that's one of my, even the success is one of my biggest failures because it was so, it was bigger than us. It was so big. Like I had 60 people working for me as contractors at the time. What happens after the event? Like, have you got the next four big? Because these mm. these were like six figure, like installations, basically. Yeah. So when's your next one? We didn't have that. We like we need to do this to prove the concept, and it's like because we couldn't do the next one. All the money we were making, we we're just spending trying to figure out our business model, and that's where those entrepreneurs go unstuck. Like that comment we were talking about earlier about people who are just like closing businesses is because most businesses don't have more than three months of cash flow just arrayed available mm. on tap. So that, that three months of cash flow thing is very important. We think about, I think we spoke about this cur- like even as a person, mm. as a person, like when lockdown hit, there were a lot of people that struggled because they were just living within their means for for every month that came along. Yeah. And I'm not here to judge anyone because there are the a lot, no, it's, it's yeah, a journey, a lot of people that's all, that's all they can do. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. What would you say your um, what would if you could pick an arbitrary? I wouldn't say a figure. Hmm, whether it be a figure, mm. whether it be a, a scenario, what would be your idea of success? Mm. And for and I'm I'm gonna do it in a strange way, right? Mm. So you're I don't know if you want to say your age, but it's, I can. I'm 25. Okay, 25. Yeah. yeah. So your idea of success at the end of 2020, yeah, and at the end of 2030 when you'll be 35, yeah. What would be your idea of success for both? You know what? Because obviously. I remember, like, 2010 a little bit because I was already doing business then. Um, I I know already that I want to be doing business for the rest of my life. Mm. I've never worked for no one full-time. I've done contracts. I work with brands. Like, I'm doing something with BT. I do stuff with brands all the time. So my thing is I have vision boards and things I want to do, and they don't always come out how, they, how I envision it, but they do happen when I do put the work in. Mm. So when I was, t- like, 10 years ago, I said I want to do a festival. I'd never built my own ENDS festival. So that's like an example of a festival or Afro Nation. I didn't build my own Afro Nation. But the supermarket thing we built, having performers performing for two days, MTV filming it, and like Barclays and the Pepsi Max sponsoring it, and more than 5,000 people coming to a warehouse, 50,000 square. That's a, that's a festival. Mm. <laughs> yes. But it's just a different way. So mm. I kind of, for me, success is, it's not the particular of like, the house or the amount of money occurred or whatever, it's more my ability to move and be independent is super important to me mm. and my my family. And the next thing that's super important is the kind of legacy and innovations I've kind of created, yeah. which kind of work hand in hand. So 
I have always chosen hard businesses that don't seem sexy at the time, but I find really interesting. Mm-hmm. So like for a lot of the listeners, they may still not know what Super Network do, but we, the space of working on workshop is a big business. It's like you're helping people make strides in their CV that will change their life. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to produce 10 bollars, 10 Nego True, 10 Dysonomics, 10 PJs, whatever, like these are things that brands will pay you finance fee and will pay you to come in and do global worldwide training programs. So mm-hmm. I think for me, I can't tell you what industry I'm going to be in because I've done now over eight businesses, but I do know that for me, success in 10 years is independence, yeah. is legacy. And I suppose the last bit is, is happiness. So mm-hmm. like another thing I'm happy to talk about is I obviously grew up with a lot of hustle culture, a lot mm-hmm. of like, I, on my BB pin was like fuck Steve Gang. I don't know if I can swear here. Fuck Steve Gang. That was my hashtag on my BB pin for time. Um, cousin would be like, why are you up at 2 a.m.? I'm hustling, but what are you up to doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like that 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 takes you only so far. Mm-hmm. And I got to a place where I remember I was winning an award from the Queen. I was voted in GQ as 100 most connected men. And I was getting all this praise in 2016 for what I'd done from 13 to 21. But I wasn't happy. I was tired. I didn't want to work. And anyone that knows me know I love work. And it took three weeks for me to like want to come out and do normal stuff, like even leave the house to work out. Um, and my dad was like, no, you don't have to worry. Like, you, we've got you, whatever you're looking to do. But I never heard that encouragement. So I was just in my mind thinking I needed to like be a superhero for mm. people that needed me to do stuff for them, this particular family and business-wise. So I think for me, it's like, we all have a gift and we all have, if you're on a biblical level, we have like a well that shouldn't be empty and you need your cup needs to be overflowing. So for me, it's like in 10 years time, how much is that cup overflowing? Because some of that stuff cup overflowing is not actually about me getting that praise. It's like, have I been able to open a door for like these 10 people who've now opened the door for 10 other people? Like there's monopolies that happen which are not pyramid schemes. This is like, what's the impact you're having in people's lives? Mm. Like this summer, I, one of the most proudest thing I did wasn't even the, the food stuff. I think something I'm really liking, which I think is super important, I'm going to try to do as much as I can, is like trying to teach people how to make money for themselves. Mm. But no, nothing about trading online. And nothing, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing about buying lots of stock. My whole thing is like, yo, if you've got a phone, you've got a laptop, there are some fundamental things that if you're not being lazy, you can do to make a hundred pounds right now. There's things you can do to make a thousand pounds. And there's been seven people who've made a thousand pounds in the last eight weeks. And I'm like, can I get a thousand? Because if a thousand people make a thousand pounds extra, that's a million pounds impact. Mm. I don't need to get a commission. But like, once you got that money, you can you can invest in yourself. Because mm. sometimes that's the little things that's holding our people back. It's like we start talking about, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But they're not willing to invest in themselves. But like, so how do you get everything? There, everything on my side, I've always invested in myself. I've spent money on logos, branding. But how you get them there is, I've got like a little guide that I'm going to keep updating with just things I've done to make money and friends around me. So being a typewriter, editing a video, mm. doing voiceover, mm. um, literally researching for people. People need stuff researched yeah. all the time. What, what you're saying is so interesting, especially when you added the part of like in our community. I think you said in our community. Yeah. Um, there's a guy called Samuel Leeds. Um, and I was I was looking into him more because of some weird controversy. I was um, what does he do? 
like he's a property developer and he like helps people get onto the property market. And there was this uh, popular misconception that he was basically a fraud, right? And his thing was he got his first house young and he's always been, tra- he, tr- he literally, his thing is he vlogs every single day about all the properties he has and tries to help people, etc. And he's very boastful about his, um, what are they called? About his class students, about mm. his students, people that he's helped mm. get to a certain stage. And the the misconception, I guess, came from, they people sort of threw him into that same bracket as the Forex trader. Like, mm. oh, you're probably making more money from trying to train up people, wherever. So what he did was someone, there's this guy on Twitter, he does, he's kind of weird, like Poku Banks or something. Mm. But you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, Dizzy? Never saw bare bees about it. Yeah, like, so he's basically gone on a YouTube video and called the Samuel guy a fraud. So the Samuel guy, he keeps asking people who have said it, he keeps saying, come on my channel, let's discuss it. Like, bring evidence, let's have a conversation. So he did it with the Poku guy. And it was so interesting as things were unraveling that a lot of what he was doing was was genuine. And all he needed to do was sit down with someone to show it. For instance, he was showcasing that 99% of his courses have no money involved in it whatsoever. Mm. Majority of his income, he was even pulling out his actual like official uh, statements. Uh, I can't bother to, to think right now. But yeah, and showing that like majority money he makes is from what he's doing and what he's teaching. And the interesting thing is when you have someone like that, you always, there's always one in a thousand, one in a hundred, one in a million, whatever, within a community yeah. that is literally willing to just say, I'm doing so well, I just want to help. Or even if I'm not doing the best, I'm doing enough to be able to pass on information. There's a um, there's a college that I was giving workshops at, and I, I, the, the concept of what they what they're doing was so interesting to me because they brought me on to teach, especially quote unquote urban artists, um, how to do music business or people that do rap or spoken word or um, art forms that aren't particularly supported in school, college, or even university. And it was interesting to me because I, I I'd never thought of the fact that maybe all of us, maybe that this entire scene would have gone further if there was that sort of connection, relationship, ability to part. Because what happens is when you pass on information, it makes the next person not have to take the extra step that you had to take. Mm. So I'm someone, I'm a big believer in, and I don't care if they cancel me for it. I think 80s and 70s hip hop is wickedly whack. I think it's, <laughs> I hate it so much personally. 80s yeah. and 90s. 70s. 90s, I think was... Past 94 was good. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe starting at your pack. I think pack could have had a tighter flow, but <laughs> it is what it is. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? But I think his content was amazing. Um, sometimes, not always. Mm. But um, and I think I think pack was great expression. But my point being is I wholeheartedly, and I know people disagree with this, I wholeheartedly think hip hop has improved. And I think a lot of people say it's decreased because they look at the majority or minority of people that do the weird sort of hip-hop, whatever. Mm. But I'm looking at elite levels. Because, for instance, even in the 90s when you had your packs, you still had your terrible, terrible rappers. <laughs> same with the early 2000s. Same with the 80s, same with the 70s, same with now. So sometimes people are saying, oh, we have to look at, uh, for instance, like a little baby, who's great at flows, but that's a different convo. They're like, oh, look at the little babies and the raps de- descended or whatever, whatever, or what happened to the packs. But then when you're looking at the pack, you have people that have, I'm not, I, I don't think anyone has the same content, but you have people that have a similar, I can't even say a similar impact, but a great impact in hip hop, a great message and a great ability. You have your Coles, you have your Drakes, you have your Kendricks, 
in the nineties, we could argue they didn't have ten people with a flow that I would consider amazing now. Yeah, That's just my personal opinion. People could disagree, but my point being is when you go when a culture evolves, is that the the risks and the mistakes you take. You, the amount of the amount of people that are like. Five years older than me Or whatever That I've When I'm about to do something I've said Yo yo that's a bit mad mm. Do you know what I'm saying And I thought Oh that's That's the lit da, da, da. Like I remember The first time I was about to accept a, a record label deal I turned it down Because someone Basically Had had the exact same deal Offered to them And I I was like Oh yeah but There's money up front That's all I was seeing mm. That's all I was seeing Was It's this much Thousands up front mm. Do you know what I'm saying and essentially, they broke it down to me. If they're going to offer you that much, how much do you think they think you're worth? Because essentially, obviously, as we all know, a record label is essentially just a, a glamorized bank. Mm. A glamorized bank loan that they can't even do anything much for you artistically. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Depending on the label, depending on, on, on the level. But essentially, what happened is that person had been there before enough to tell me. So it's great that you have people like yourself. And again, it's, it's, a, it's a very rare thing. Um... To those people to say Hey I've been there Do you know what I'm saying Or I'm on my way there And these are some of the steps That I You know what I'm saying I, I missed the foot I missed the step on Before you You can do this better And that Evolves an entire community Because the next person To come after you Won't have to make the mistakes You're making at 17 18 19 They're already at 24 year old you Do you yeah. get what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Facts For real Sorry that was No no that's opportunities We all have Absolutely I've that there's some people that I'm watching at the moment. I'm like, they're so inspiring. They don't have to be like everyone's cup of tea. There's a girl who worked the last 10 years in PR. Then the last year, or like 18 months, she's like, I'm just gonna put out a free game around how to really do social media and how to do influence marketing in particular. Her name's Unsa. Um, and she was just dropping gems, gems, started a new page, went from zero to twenty thousand followers, which is not groundbreaking compared to loads of other things. But Sick, when she dropped her ebook. She first dropped a little free thing for the community, mm. for people that are following her. Didn't abuse the email list of people that subscribe, but she got thousands of people. She dropped her ebook, independent. First five hours, she made 15K. Matthew. Within four weeks, she made six figures. Wow. She's now going to like start making products all around productivity. Amazing. And she's just stuck to her own thing. And there's no polished videos, no audio. She writes these it. big picture, block, mm. text-heavy Posts, but there's just so much value. Mm. So I think people need to go back to that, that that space of finding value, and it's given me confidence, and I know loads of other people confidence that that's just like it shows that it can be done in it. All these stories that we're watching and reading it just shows it can be done, and that's like I think that's the exciting thing that's going to come out of this lockdown mm. for me and for lots. Of yeah, people. I'm excited to see what comes out of this, like uh, business wise opportunities, how people get creative, because it's, it's happening. This this girl is an example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I'm talking about obviously like when we have the freedom to move as well because it's like I'm trying to avoid saying things like going back to normal because there is we're not there's never gonna be normal by the time I don't know what's gonna happen by the time we all we can all travel and do whatever we Got want. Vaccines. Yeah. Oh, are you gonna take it? I know that's one of the points you guys wanted to discuss. <laughs> I did my research and um I'm involved in this community run by this entrepreneur called Chris Johnson. Saw people around the world who are like interested in investing and flipping and buying stuff. Chris Johnson, is he American? American. Got yeah, yeah like smashed it online. Yeah. He's like, but he's a polarizing figure to some people. But he's got his community, it's like 5,000 people paying 25 pounds a month. Great revenue for him. Yeah. yeah. He started Sick. it last month. But literally in there, there's so much free gems. And 
I was watching some conversations in prep for today and there was uh, like a bit of press that came out where one of the CEOs of one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies, I think it begins with PP Fitzer, yeah, um, yeah. he sold 5.3 million of his shares the day that the announcement of the vaccines came out. <laughs> and it's like, that's just a great example of not to get involved in stocks and shares the day that you hear the news, right? Um, that was just like a great, just like reminder that says some stuff happening behind the scenes that we're just not aware of. So mm. yeah, like, will I take the vaccine? I'm waiting for all of you lot to take a vaccine. You know, all my <laughs> close ones first. This you said, uh, I'll be in the line, you know what I'm hmm? saying? This you said he wants to see everyone in the House of Parliament. Yeah, yeah I want to see Boris Alderman man, on IG Live. You man take yeah, the Yeah, I need yeah. to see it live, live and direct. Yeah. No, because, um, see, with vaccines... But it's a business. Yeah, with vaccines, as far as I went, I used to ask my... My doctor boy, shout out Dr. Lee. <laughs> my doctor boy. You yeah, sound mad racist. You sound like a slave owner, bro. <laughs> no, but he's a doctor. <laughs> my doctor boy. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. My boy is a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because as far as I'm aware, vaccines usually take years to develop. And with coronavirus, coronavirus is like, like a, almost an umbrella group of all these different viruses. SARS is one. He's an mean, umbrella group. Mears is one. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's a new one with mint coming out. Yeah. What's it called? It's just another strain of corona where it mutates back back and forth. You yeah, said so there's a new one coming out. It's about to come. Yeah. That's how it starts. So for him, the Wuhan thing started with people heard about it, but you just think nothing, then it goes. So um, this one is obviously so this strand COVID nineteen is a new strand, but other strands they haven't received the vaccine. So all of a sudden, well, obviously, uh, maybe the amount of investment and effort put into this one is different because it's literally put the whole economy in a standstill. Mm. But like, there's certain levels of safety checks that have to go through. And years in, and it usually takes years and years. Yeah, so man can't tell me coronavirus touches the ends in Feb, and in November you say, "Boy, we saw it. We got it patterned for Christmas." <laughs> Never, Christmas <laughs> could not be me. And what my boy was also saying is that a lot of, um, in terms of medical professionals, they're kind of like, if you buy, he said, the older ones, the older ones are saying they're gonna take you, but they wouldn't recommend the younger ones take it. And mm. I think that's because obviously, even today, I saw statistically nine out of more than nine out of ten people who have passed unfortunately. Due to Corona, we're age sixty-five and plus. Mm. So maybe the older generation gonna be more inclined to take it because they are the biggest risk factor. But maybe for younger people. But then again, obviously, people argue that yeah, but just because it might not kill you, you could still catch it and give it to me. That will kill me. Do you get? Mm. But me personally, I ain't taking that. No way. Mine can't. Someone no talking to... stage. No dates. <laughs> straight into a relationship no with kids. No lubers. No lubers. I don't know. Like. When I was reading at first, they were telling man a minimum 18 months. That's what they were telling man a couple months ago. Yep. Yeah, That's what you should say two years. And then they years. all of a sudden my hand was like, yo, might be patterned for the first we dog. Yeah, huh? they're, they're talking Christmas. They're, they're talking... looking like those people, like, you know, when you want to go to a concert or you you live near a concert place, like obviously um I, I live in Brixton and they're like, Yo, 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 do you want you wanna to get tickets to this gigs concert and stuff? Like, I'll get you yeah. in like front row and you'll be thinking, bro, nah. how? That's how no, 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 no. I think do you know I think it's a little spooky. <laughs> I, I think I think there's probably people like public figures, and this is just all assumption. Like hella public figures that have probably this is probably hap- like these lot have been banging it already behind scenes, and that I assume I assume this might be what Trump was slapping. You know what I'm saying? You know, what, what did he come out and say? He said they're working on some great things. They're working yeah, on some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think me up all nice. So yeah, funny. I think I think Trump is so just. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss him, man. I think certain, certain man had these in a the group chat before us. Big man. Oh, then you know, we get the, we get the tune drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tree, you get the tree, you see a voice of three minutes long. Oh, shit, oh, that new Drake. Yeah, like, yeah. Hancock got that voice a time ago, bro. Yeah, but yes, me personally, 
I'm, and the thing is, it's annoying because I really hate anti-vaxxers. Yeah. Like, I really hate, I'm not, my kids, I'm not going to get yeah. any jabs. Okay. Go, go send your kids to the world of bare germs. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But this, to me, seems too rushed. And I know the economic implications, to me, are enough for them to rush the virus. Yeah. And the worst thing is, again, back What to happens to the virus is then you start, man, them start turning to frogs. Mm. I don't know. That means the, the dating yeah. game will be easier, do you know what I'm saying? Let, has, let has, other man take that. I'm saying. Has anyone watched the Queen's Gambit? Oh, I keep hearing about that. No, what's, what? The, what is it about? It's like a new show. It's like a chess girl. But in the show, she's like very reliant. She's very smart, but she's very reliant on a tranquilizer, which is a green pill. Um, so it's just like, there are some side effects to what we might take. Obviously, it would have banged more if someone had watched it. But it's cool. Oh, where's it, where's it on, by the way? <laughs> Netflix. Okay, okay I went number one. one. I don't even I know, I know the ones. Shows, I know the ones when the joke turns into information. Like, yeah. I've been there. Don't worry, bro. <laughs> 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 I feel like I can play chess now as a result of that. Oh, go, go, like you'll get slapped up, bro. Slapped up. I tried, I tried dollar chess. Like, I think it was by early this year, like, last year. But I can play chess. I'm not good. Because I don't play it. So I jump, computer was spinning my phone. <laughs> no. My guy, slapped, my guy slapped me in chess. I broke the chessboard by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say by accident. Do you not play Monopoly? Oh, yeah, I'm, I cheat. No, Monopoly gets I'm to I'm so wave. I'm so wave at Monopoly. Actually, I've never played a board game in my life and <laughs> I cheated. Really? I'm waving at Ludo. I don't know what used to be Ludo. Ludo, what's that? That's our, that's our boy in it, the one that plays left. You're dumb. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, he's a good one. No, at Monopoly, I'm good, especially in big groups, because what I do is I have to stack my money, buy little pieces here and there, because I know people are making rational decisions. It's not even about no, strategy no, for me. I'm just wrapping money <laughs> before the game starts. So, that's so happening. I'm just watching, man. So, I'm, so I'm like, yeah, bro. anything I land on, on this cheating thing, any, right? anything I land on, I'm copying, because I know somebody's going to need that. Do you know what I mean? And I also, we pay people that are irrational. So then we'll just wait for them, start the hard times. Yeah. Hey, yo. Might not grab them two oranges if you put two bills. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. All right, cool. You have to pass go soon, you know? Yeah. Pass go soon. That's when I start. their hand. They're like, I really want this. And I don't say anything. And I'm just chatting to everyone. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna take that thing that you want over there, that property. Cheers. Just yeah, get, just get in. Yeah. But I, I actually, I'm not, I'm not even sure if I'm actually good or maybe I'm just preying on people's downfalls. Downfalls. You're, you're manipulative. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It it's basically yeah. like you with dating. But um, <laughs> I'm a manipulator. <laughs> Let's have that out there. In the <laughs> no, joking, how, how, how was it meeting the queen? Interesting experience. You met her. Yeah, I met her a few times. And she got she back. Was... I didn't. I didn't check for that long. I didn't check. I, she's that she's our elder. <laughs> no, by far. Yeah, how? it doesn't mean she ain't got a back. She might. Have, she might still have a back. Anyway, please can you tell us on your multiple meets with Hey, he's gonna he's gonna message us for this part to be out of the blood. <laughs> I'm he, how can you say he? This is you disrupting. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm cool. I'm cool. That's not my voice. People know my voice. That's not yeah. me. <laughs> Prove it's me. <laughs> but yeah, what man, sometimes when a girl says me a tweet, I said, "I'm like, how do you know it was me though?" <laughs> <laughs> but you don't. How do you know? Prove it. Who sees a tweet that I, that I actually typed? What did we say? It? What did we say you were two minutes ago? It's a manipulative. I'm a gaslighter. It's a difference. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Content, content, content. He. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy yeah, genre. I, I, was the, I was meeting the queen. I met the queen as well. Did you? How was it? That's why he said it. So no, it was, no, it was good. Um, so Oprah Winfrey, mm. uh, me and Bola met her. Um, she was amazing. Yeah. That's the real queen. Mm. Yeah, Oprah Winfrey? Yeah. What do you guys think of Oprah Winfrey? She's not cancelled. Again, you can you think if I'm over whatever you can cancel me? I'd just be. I'm a billionaire. What was it for the, the was it the pedophile stuff or the Ellen? Whoa, Whoa. there's multiple. She's Whoa. got a list. 
yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. List, it was a couple of things. It was like, why don't you want to interview Harvey Weinstein as much as you want to interview Bill Cosby and R. Kelly? Like, why are you and Gail doing all of this yeah. to black men? Mm-hmm. But it's just like everyone's cancelling each other now. Like everyone's out here looking at that Spider-Man meme. So I'm just like, <laughs> and there was the her and Monica thing. Was it Monica? What's the big girl? The comedian. Monique. Monique. There was the her and Monique no, thing. She's got loads of little things. Yeah, but it's like but ultimately, level, oh, but, you... but ultimately, at this, at this, as we all know in this room, as you start building, there's going to be people that say left, right, and center, mm-hmm. and you know your truth in it. So just leave your truth. So I always like, even though you, you, I like to banner and be like, oh, this person cancelled from that. Ultimately, my thing is, I'll, I will know you when I see you, and we mm-hmm. we talking that and we vibe. Like, have you been cancelled before? Nah, that's 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 why I don't like the internet. It's just that it's. Who, who's who's the, like as as Alhan said? Who are you to get cancel me? Yeah, so I'm just he like, was no. spitting that one. Real talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alhan. Even yeah, like he's. I just find it nuts. I just like, have a love and hate relationship with the internet. Like mm. I like putting stuff out, and I wish I filmed the whole career though. But I was kind of like I, I'm from that school of thought of like do the work and it just do the thing. Mm. Um, but I do know it's important to document because people are. People's lives are changing from having a bit of clout. Like you can do some certain deals. The price does change mm. if you're smart about it. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, all jokes aside, me and me and the Queen, me and working in Rolly, um, it's cool. Like you you just I treat people like people and that's my vibe. Um, and it's a pleasure to kind of get invited. I've been there a few times. I think the, the, the best bit was like I went to a garden party in 2014-15 and I took my dad with me and he obviously moved here from Congo via mm. France. And this is a place that he used to go past all the time. Mm. And to like, like, actually your son, who's not even 22, is bringing you in. We're going to Bat Garden. There's like only a thousand people here. We're drinking tea. And like, she's around and the whole family's there. That's like... No, that's a that's, big deal. That's, that's a big that's thing. Friend. That's like a selfie And we were at war with each other when I was like a teenager at one point. So mm. it's like, it just shows growth. Why is that? that because of... Just, you know, being black growing up in London. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's multiple want. reasons. But yeah, just, yeah. So I think for me... That was like the the more important thing, bringing a family member, and kind of creating an experience that we both were gonna remember for the rest of our lives. Yeah, that's a shame. That's amazing. I still can't believe your mom called you a level boss. Oh man, you know, <laughs> you even, know how funny she is. the only time it changed yeah, was <laughs> when I was doing one of my projects and it was in the newspaper Metro, and she was going to school on the train. She sat on the newspaper, and she turned it around, and someone had left it on a page that me, and my business partner, were on yeah. with Edith Bowman, and she was like. Screaming and people were just like, "This is my son." Oh, <laughs> that's all it takes, boy. Don't it's get strange. it twisted. Uh, the African parents love a clout chasing moment themselves, yeah, boy. And then, like, they need to see it to believe it, innit? Yeah, they do. Yeah, before it, they just think it's all literally dreams. all my friends because testify. And the parents aren't really hearing until the piece up coming through. The parents are like, yo, are you, no, sure you, you, know, you sure you don't? You sure you don't? You sure you don't want to drop some content because <laughs> there, you know? there was a video of Burner Boy. Was he talking to his mum or dad? And he was he was smoking weed. Probably from, yeah. Someone quoted this said, when you get money, things are different, boy. <laughs> because, because who's really smoking weed in front of and like on Dave's 21st birthday, Dave got mad drunk. Yeah, his mum's there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, money's different, bruv. Because yeah. the things that they'll tolerate. But you say I was drunk on my 21st. <laughs> my mum didn't mind. But didn't have money then. Student then. But it's well. Um, <laughs> someone made a someone made a joke about the fact that not a joke. Like, if you needed to take the vaccine to travel, would you then take it? Oh, that's a sticky one. But people have mine, been putting crazy. That's crazy. A friend of mine just went to Lucia for this lockdown. 
I was so tempted to join them. Mm. So yeah. tempted. Like, Once money was there. I'm ready. And I'm just like, be there for 30 days in November. But I'm like, what, what am I running away from? But mainly, I'm like, I don't want to get, get trapped thing. there. I know I don't want to get that, that test. I don't mind being trapped there. I can be there for two, three months mm. with Gucci. We worked this year. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the test, but the test, the test is just weird to me. I'm like, we, like, have you sterilized this thing? What? And I'm hearing that it goes to the back, to a place you've never even been with your own finger. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can say you've never... Apparently, it's a push-up my nose to yeah. I saw some girl, she put it up and she was like coughing. But the thing is, one time, I had a camera tube up my nose, up to the back of my throat. I need throat, to be sedated so that, for them kind of stuff. That, yeah. It doesn't... Man said sedated. Oh, no, you no, like, no, bro, bro, I'm, I'm, why am I putting something up my nose for? I don't understand. It's not meant to... Nothing's meant to be up my nose. I've been on that since a child. Remember that, that episode of my wife and kids with Michael Cowell um, has to go for that thumb thing? He's scared. Wait, oh, yeah. I, think yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't no. know what... What is this? Like, prostate cancer thing? Yeah, like gentleman checkup, I believe. But he was Men's scared. Gentleman. Just having a gentleman checkup. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. <laughs> I don't be gentleman at all. What's a fella, bro? That's a fella, bro. That's a banger still. That drum music be slapping, bro. Um, so obviously, since we lasted the pod, um, Biden and Kamala have won. Um, there was some Mixed reactions. I feel like, how long were we waiting to hear? Was it four days, five? Yeah, we the election was on Tuesday. It was patterned on Saturday. On Saturday, we mm. all found out and a meme started flying. What do you lot all think about um, Biden winning and stuff? Because I put up a picture of Kamala and one guy was like, have you seen what she does to the black guys um, in America and things like that? And I was just like, first of all, calm down. I just posted a picture. That's one. Two, these white dons been doing it for years. But when a, a black a black and Indian sister comes along, it's just like you expect her to change things overnight. Mm-hmm. No, but she's part of the problem. Both of them. Oh, yeah. And and the rest of you yeah. saying that she's like a USA pretty Patel. Yeah. Yeah. That that's how I see her. But um the thing, do you know what? The thing with her is like it's weird because she means well, but like, so she's not like, for example, like to me, pretty and them man are just pure evil, innit? But if you, yeah, but if pretty, she don't even care for her, yeah. Own. But like, I, but I think the things that Kamala has been involved with are actually worse than Pretty Patel. But I, but I'd also even because I felt like she's way worse. But now thinking about it, America is so much more tapped than our country. One so you have to factor in the tapness because yeah, yeah. if Pretty Patel was in America, oh my gosh, <laughs> she'll be doing a massive lead, bro. She might be putting. Actually, I'm never saying anything more because I lie on that. But um, <laughs> with with Kamala, like she she was obviously she was a lawyer. So in her, she spent when she first graduated in that, her main fight was fighting against uh, sex trafficking, fighting against pedophilia, yeah. child abuse. So that was like her background, isn't it? The thing with politics is that once you get into politics, it's f. You're gonna start doing f things. That same thing with Biden. Yes. Like a lot of things. Like a lot. If you look at Biden history, a lot of the stuff is mad higgy. But over the years, he's kind of changed his stance. So it's up to people to believe if it's a change of stance because of more information or moving the times, or is it because of oh, because it's more what's the word I'm looking for beneficial. Mm. But um. Yeah, I understand people's concerns with Biden and Harris because I have those concerns. I don't even have those concerns. I just think that politics is just... just an in, I intrinsically don't like any politician. Apart from... Corbyn is probably the first politician I can say I actually don't dislike, but I still don't like his policies. But because... I think maybe because of how much I pay attention to, polis, um, to politics, to me, it's just... 
this one's some bare conspiracy theory. I, listen, I trust my don't smoke star dog, dog, yeah. But <laughs> what is star dog? It's a, like a strand. Yeah, it's mm. like bare strands. It's like another COVID strand. You don't want to find that. <laughs> <laughs> star dog nineteen. There's no cure for star dog. Yeah, but <laughs> there's no cure for star dog. <laughs> there's none. Bigger, I see the bigger budget. That's the only cure. <laughs> but um, my thing is like politics is we've got democracy. Everybody can vote. But the only way that works is that the people who are voting have to keep their eyes on the politicians and making sure they act in their best interest. Yeah. But because politics is too complex, we don't have the time to follow these people. They leverage the position to better their own personal agendas yeah. and their own mini communities. So exactly. whether you're left wing or right wing, Democrat, Republican, conservative, Lib Dem, Tory, Labour, sorry, they're not doing things in our own best interest. And the evidence is startling to me. So the both candidates, I can rate both candidates. Like Trump Biden's meant to be like the, the the lesser guy, but Biden's been involved in the magazine. Mm. And if you forget the history, a magazine, big man, bit, very big really history. These are talking about letting the thing run on, on on Iran and that. So like, I just can't. I can't f any politicians. I don't rate any. I of think them. the strange thing, right, about about politics, especially like when you have races like this, right, the Biden and Trump thing, is there's this weird perception that. Oh yeah, but Biden's the better out of the two. The maddest thing is, I. Sorry. Sorry. The maddest thing is, I don't actually know if Biden is clearly the better out of the two. I think there's there are a lot of things I'm holding against Biden that his views might have changed on. Do you know what I'm saying? I can't. Um, but the thing, the, the thing change over years. But the thing is, like, what I don't understand is that people. Like in your own community, you've seen people have higgy tweets and you're you're not letting them change their views. But this 77 year old white man, you believe that now. Oh no, it's all Gucci now. Like he's changed. Like no, that's he, true. He, he don't he, he, he don't hate gays anymore. He's not anti-abortion anymore. He don't care that one million black people, one million black, Bro, black people were locked from, up for non non-violent offenses. From the last couple years. of weeks, isn't it? Huh? Bro, he's got quotes from like the last bro, six months. Yeah, bro, man was saying, yeah, unlike unlike African Americans, who are Lat- like, basically Lat- called us one. Yeah, the Lat- Latino community is very diverse. I said, huh? <laughs> Raw, we're all the same. You no, and the matter things he was talking about their views as well. He yeah. was like, like I know you guys need different things. Unlike the African, the maddest thing is he didn't actually have to mention black people. Like he didn't Something. actually have to. Like, it was comfortable. That yeah, was in August. Too comfortable. Yeah, bro. But that's how he, his his comfort levels even goes to that interview with I think Charlemagne, yeah. when he essentially said, "If you're not, if you're not voting for me, I question if you're even black." Like that was. Yeah, that was. A I think it was like, almost word for word. He said that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you the same man, the same man that was partially responsible for locking up. I don't even remember. Not even partially chief. Responsible because he was head of that committee. So he and the thing is, in recent, this is the, this is why politics is so effed. And I don't blame the people because who's going to be reading every single newspaper? You're not. You got you got kids to feed. You, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. You want to entertain yourself, whatever. Like so, awesome. recent years, he's like he finally said, "Yo, yeah, I regret um, the part I had to play." But you know, it wasn't really my thing though. But for years, you've been defending that, and you literally called it the Biden bill. You can't say a thing is not your thing if you named it after <laughs> yourself. I'm not understanding. That's like me saying, "Boy." What you heard in the synomics ain't really me though. Like, it's the synomics and your name is Odyssey. So who is it? Do you know what I mean? So, but that's 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 why I think with me, like with humans, like if if Nigo makes a mistake, I can forgive Nigo. That's my friend or whatever. But when it comes to politics, I'm not as forgiving, mm-hmm. and that's simply because the impact politics has on people is it's too mad. profound. Yeah. For anyone, so, for anyone listening, sorry to cut you, but the um, the bill we're talking about with referring with reference to Biden is. 
think 94. 94, yeah. In 94, uh, a law a, a law was passed. I think this is when the Democrats were trying to see more tough on crime. Mm. So the... Um, What's the other side? The Republicans kept winning because they were just they were straight up saying, "Yo, we're just gonna lock up black people." You know what I'm saying, <laughs> "I got you." you know what I'm saying, they literally had an advert. That was such a mad time. They literally had an advert of uh, a made-up black man and said, "Like, yo, these are the sort of people gonna lock up." Like they were spinning all. all hey, the, hey, the racist America is so live in the flesh. It. Yeah, it's crazy, fam. So, and the, the black man's name, they, 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 it became like a metaphor for black person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. So. I think it was Willie something. So what the Democrats did is they tried to come tough on crime. This would have been Clinton. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Yeah, Bill Clinton. And they they passed a law that essentially meant your third strike, even if it's not violent. Life in prison. Yep. <laughs> and, then, and, and obviously they increased the catchment area. So let's say it was like five crimes that could be that. They stacked bare new ones. And even some, some, certain, like even in the, what's like a drugs act in the, in the 80s, and it was basically... Change that. Like, okay, cool. If you if you do crack, is a federal. If you sell crack cocaine, is a federal one, mm. federal case. Which if you do it three times for other federal cause, you go to jail for life. But if it's powder, it's not the same. The key difference was that in the black communities, they were shot in crack. In the white communities, they were moving powder. So it's just little things like that change. Just change the ball game, innit? And even just the way they're talking about, like Hillary called she, she referred to black men as super predators. Yeah, Biden, yep. he, he didn't say black men. He was like these men. They're predators. I want to walk around my... But who you... You know who these people are referring but have, to. But we have that video of you where you look like a nonce. Yeah. Hella. Hella content. Yeah. Bare angles. Oh my gosh. Then, that was then, ridiculous. Then, How come video be two minutes? <laughs> vid- this I, just, one, I couldn't believe it. No, but politics... This one's... Same. What would you say? It's I said it's uncomfortable for me. So like... Yeah. I, said, I can't even celebrate his win. Just say it's Dylan. Bro, politics yeah, is that's such, what I was politics is one of the biggest perception games I've ever seen in my life. Like Biden when, is well liked on both like bro, everybody likes him, even the ops them, because he he's worked with the Republicans, so he's liked in the media and he's liked by his colleagues. So when you're liked by the media, the media gonna portray you in a positive yeah. light you get. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 and yeah. He, he he's 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 not like and a mad made rich. Trump look like a demon. But to be fair, to be fair to Trump, Trump is a demon, but Trump because Trump's <laughs> demon is different. Like Trump is like the things that you can't ever say. Trump is saying, not even, he might say it on Twitter. And because he's not part of the political class, he's an outsider. He has none. <laughs> so from the from day one, from the moment he touched every newspaper, they'll pamming him. Yeah. Celebs pamming him, making songs, going, a man wins an Oscar. The first he said, yo, fuck Trump, you are a pussy, yo. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so from, so, which is, I kind of like to a certain degree because- He was, it, mad. He was a media darling before. Hmm? He was a media darling I know, before. He until, was, yeah, Trump. Trump. Yeah, because- because his his, his detrimental cool. behavior didn't have as wide as an impact as it does now, mm. bro. If there was rap songs with his name in two years there's before. Be, bear, there's bear rappers that got pictures with Trump. Trump yeah. he's on, he was on he was on a fucking Fresh Prince. Yeah. So, but the thing is, so what happened with Trump was cool because we're holding this man accountable. Everything we do, we're watching you. Mm. But that energy is not kept in general, and that's the energy that we need. So, Trump, okay. you usually a president will get a second term. But because the streets were onto Trump so badly and then he messed up the economy because he messed up COVID and with the racial inequality that we've been seeing this year and he was he was not a good leader, the streets were like, you know, bum ass out of here. But my issue is with politics is that that doesn't happen enough. We don't watch these people. We have to go out 
and look and search and four read through years. stories. Do you think four years is too long? Like, because look at everyone, everyone's just like, Boris, you're next. Does anyone know when the next UK election 2020, is? 2024. Yeah. I think, yeah, they, 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 got five years, they got five years to call it. So he, well, he won it back end of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he's got, he's got potentially up to five years. Yeah, so 2024. But no, but it's interesting, right? So with this politics thing, right, it's, it's a perception game. So, facts. I was I saw it on me as you know like when people are saying so I don't get involved I just watch it I think it's interesting it allows you to understand people to some degree and I've seen people like yeah man but it's it's better than Trump and I was like in my head I think okay it's great to celebrate Trump not being in 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 the house I'm, I'll never be against that um, and whoever whoever someone wants to win if someone's celebrating Trump or if someone's celebrating Biden that's that's your prerogative Jim you know saying I would never I would never step in I'll never step in and say oh. How dare you? Da, da, da. Mm. I think the interesting thing I always think is that there's victims of the people that you're celebrating, right? Mm. So I understand because these these people have wider impacts. So some people are like, yeah, but it's not him. Do you know what I'm saying? And I, that's fair. That's okay, whatever. But you are still talking to someone that's got sexual assault allegations on them. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like this, the same things that you dislike Trump for. And this isn't me saying be more supportive to Trump. No, mm. I just find it interesting that like the the same. Do I think is though, to be fair to the people, I generally believe that people were very ignorant to what Biden's on. No, that's yeah. what, no, I was literally, that's literally what I was about to go on. So yeah. They also Even, didn't get a chance to do Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders, that vote only went to people who were members of Democrat. Mm. But he was their Corbyn. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Facts, facts. And I think that, as I so said, likeable. with the perception thing, the perception of Biden is arguably, especially for this generation, 27 and under, is bigger to them than a reality because they didn't have to necessarily deal with him as a politician unless you're talking state. Mm, even stateside young Americans... Yeah, they ain't going to know. They're probably not going to know the details of him. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so it's, it's very interesting. His perception came before him. And I can't lie, it's easy to look like a good guy when you're going against Trump. Yeah. If, you, if you don't know the going against Trump, boy. <laughs> if you don't know the Trump's hit, like, when I was talking on my podcast about Trump's presidency, and I missed out best stuff, the things Trump has done has been mad, you know? Mm. Trump has done some mad things, fam. Like, like, first things first, yeah, you assume that he's going to stay at the White House. No, he's been staying mostly in his hotels and resorts. Him and the Secret Service, costing the American people $2.5 million across four years. That's literally a Ponzi scheme because that's going back into his company. So he's like, man, think I'm sleeping in the White House later. I got a suite. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's number one. Like, um, number two, yeah. like, it's actually now very obvious that him and Russia had dealings with trying to interfere with the election. Mm. When people try to investigate Trump, Trump investigates them. <laughs> like, like and, and then if you're not really trying to ride with it, man, I get fired. Like, mm-hmm. Trump's just moving like a terrorist, fam. Like, and even just stuff like, even just like, just petty stuff like not petty stuff but how he treats people for example he called a former person he referred to her like she's a woman and she might have even this might have been a black woman if I remember he referred to her as a dog um, there's a Chinese there's like a far east lady I'm not sure she's Malaysian Thailand whatever she asked him a question about COVID and he did the China thing he's like go oh, ask China and, and then she was like wait she's, China. she's like wait why did you ask me to ask China yeah and he's like and Trump clocked what he did he's like next question like even one time, like, as in Haiti, there was, like, I think there must have been an earthquake. So, no person's got there, they give supplies. Trump is, like, doing free throws with the supplies. I'm like, this is, people are coming for refuge and you're taking this as a game. 
then Puerto Rico, they had Hurricane Maria. 5,000 people died. He was slow to react. Yeah. So even with COVID, he was moving back. Boy. But, they've, but then all them Obama economics things. Sorry, go on. You're saying it was fake, isn't it? Like, yeah. There's videos of him changing yeah, within, have... within 60 days. Yeah. What he said in February to end of March. Like a company offered, offered something like 1.7 million or maybe 170 million like um, equipment, like masks and stuff a week. In February, like, nah, it's like, man, we don't even need that company. It's calm, guys. Bro, he's, he's... And then obviously once COVID hit, there's a global shortage because China, China's dealing with themselves and they can't ship. Everything's locked off. Do you know what mm. I mean? There's a global... Everybody needs it. So there's so many things that he's done that's been like, he, he said he's going to repeal Obamacare. Care, came, failed. The, all, the only thing he did was basically bust the rich with tax cuts. That's literally one of the only things he achieved. Like... He didn't build Some that wall. Like yeah, build that wall. Oh yeah, build that wall. No wall was built. Cause but that's that's perception again. Even to his, um, to his followers, I always said like I was saying, I was saying it. To, I think I might said it to you. I was saying it in the, in the group chat that Trump is borderline in a win-win situation with these elections that have just passed. Like if he wins, that then no matter what, he will go forward for the rest of time and say. The American people loved me so much they re-elected me. If he loses, then anything he didn't do, he'll pretend that it was a scam, that he was kicked out early, and that he was about to do everything that he said he was. I don't believe another term he would have he would have built the wall. There's a lot of things I don't think he would have done. Can't do. But now he can claim we were just about to. We were three months away. You know what's mad? <laughs> with with with, with, with the way they're set up, see right now, for example, in the UK. Like our House of Lords, they don't really repel. Like it's very rare that they repel stuff. So like Parliament, when the government win that majority, they're able to just go, well, we're doing this, 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 mm. and it's just happening. Hence why there's just been loads. Like people have been like making a noise about free school meals or all the rush laws about having to go, like be indoors potentially, mm. 10 or 10 p.m. But they're able to just push things. Calm. Because they've got- Say the right, yo, you man. That. Formation on the Beyonce yeah. thing. It's yeah. time for you to vote. Whereas in the States, the way it's set up over there, even like even what's hap- going to happen with Biden, and I, I learned this very, very much first time with, with Obama, the way the system's set up, Obama came through and he had the House of Representatives, I believe, but the House of Senate, or one of the House, the other House was a Republican majority. <laughs> so anytime he's coming with plans, no man said it's nah. rejected. No man said he's having nah, to compromise. So he's looking like... Everything he said, we have the, the man. I say nah, cause man, I say y'all want to get pizza on pepperoni. Nah, has whereas, to be vegan. Whereas Trump, <laughs> like, and, and the thing that that kills them over there is they have that 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 other election every two years. Yeah, the, so um, the, for the houses, midterms basically. Whereas, so right now Biden's going in, and I believe it's 50-50 ish. But I'm in looking, the house, in the house, he's just got edge, but in the Senate, he's losing. He's losing, and that's what's going to affect him with executing mm. whatever he's got planned for us. So he's going to have to work with them to make stuff happen. To be fair, that's, that's, to be fair to Biden, that's one of his strengths. He's, he's, he's never able to work on both sides. Would you, would you argue he's... Um, I reckon he could die in the role. He's 77. People keep asking this, you know. He's, I think he said he's only going to do one term. Uh, I like, think so. What are you going to do? Run it for eight years and be... 84? 85? Yeah. 85? 86 even. 86? Yeah, yeah, what was I gonna say? Do you would you would you actually consider Biden um left wing? No. Where would you put him? Like their left wing and ours is different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their left, like our left, like Corbyn. But even over there, I, I see him as a closer to a Republican than a yeah, Democrat. Yeah, Corbyn, 
If Kubo's out there, they'll think this guy's a communist. They'll, they'll want this guy to get locked up. They'll send, get this guy back to Russia. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So he's like, he's like centre-right-ish. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Really and truly. So, yeah. I hear that big up America, man. Any, any, any news, any announcements before we go? Um... I know they said the shops are closed, but the trap's still up. I'm joking. Hey. I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey. I'm joking. Wait, the headache that I have is really trying to finish me right now. So headache. I'm gonna get one. Um, I think I can make this announcement now. How to save it by Bolo Soul, um, featuring a forward from the Moneybox team, is packed with practical tools and tips from how to build a budget and dealing with your debt to starting the steps to investments and breaking down money mix myths so how to save it is um out with murky books um coming january 2021 and you can pre-order it wait wait you just announced like a book like man's got a book of murky you know what i mean i got a head day let me just let you man, let me just let you man know i mean i got a headache. got time to nah, go bro. i'm gonna L- do this I'm lv gonna... runners on the foot you know what i mean i gotta keep it stepping <laughs> next week when we're back in the studio i'll do a proper one but yeah right now my head is banging i'm proud of you Thank yeah, you. big up. Thank is the pre-order link up? Can they pre-order after this? Yeah, they can. Sick, sick, sick. Look, sick, sick. look at the details in the bio. Big up you for coming through, man. Sick Thank guest. you so much. Me, yeah. Appreciate you're, you. You're well inspiring. I know I know you, but like you're well inspiring. No, oh, man. Well, as we always say, yeah, what we've done, we've got to celebrate it, but it's like, like what's, what's next? Like, where are we going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. Can't lie, you're the funniest at boasting, though. I don't really? know if you realise. What's that? It's so smooth, like... <laughs> oh, Nico like, loves that because Nico loves it. It'll be like... um, so. Yeah, no, so since, like, you know, three years ago, and I started working, and I think we had some clients. We had a... Like Apple. You can you can see it. No, 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 my favorite record, isn't it? My favorite one, my favorite one was um Bolo was like, Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if I've seen your one. He goes and Bolo listed some people she saw. He was like, Yeah, yeah, I gave I gave everyone a hookup. But um the thing about it is like I remember like yeah, when we had the like Nella Rose and <laughs> da, 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 when I when I when I when I got them, it was yeah, it was nice. It just and we got something new coming in January. Yeah, we got new stuff coming, man. Yeah. We love it. Always staying active. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you for coming, man. Yeah. You you lot know where we are. The last three digits, we are on Instagram and Twitter. TL3D. What? Sounds sounds like a threat. You don't know where we are, innit? You know what I mean? (laughs) Come to the block, innit? (laughs) (laughs) You better subscribe and like right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> coming back your boy um, yeah thank you for, thank you for coming thank you so board. much for coming we appreciate you BJ where can we find you um, so just like with every brand spell my name BJ B-E-J-A-Y Malenga M-U-L-E-N-G-A as soon as you type BJM I should come up but yeah go there go on my website you'll find everything you need um, and remember the internet's not real Gang. Yeah. What a perfect place to end it, boy. No cap.